Welcome back to Insecurity, the official recap podcast for Insecure on HBO. I'm Crystal. And I'm A. Fran. Hey. Yes. And girl, we are already halfway through the season. I can't believe it. What the hell, man? It's been good, though, so. Yes, it has. I'm so excited. The new dick opportunities that I <laughs> forecasted are coming into fruition. How cute was this episode? You called my man a felon. And they did felonious things, so <laughs> I technically was not off. <laughs> we'll get there with first things first. Mirror rapping Issa is back. Mirror bitch is back. Because we got our own apartment. <laughs> Ew, I'm so proud of her. But she yes, didn't even ma'am. get out the cipher and Daniel's already knocking on the door. Right, right, right. Daniel uh, helped her move, of course. Yes, with a very, very melancholy I face. love that before she went to answer the door, she told Mirror bitch not to go nowhere. <laughs> Where am I going? That part, I was like, wait, what? It took me down. <laughs> but yes, uh, she thanks Daniel for everything he did. And he's like, oh, you ain't got to do all that. Blah, 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 whatever. I'm giving Daniel the bye, You Daniel. know, I thought of you. I was like, oh, I know Chris was like, yes. get out. <laughs> <laughs> when he bumped into Molly on the way out and they did that little back and forth. And she was like, bye, Daniel. She closed yes. the door. Mood. I'm, listen, I'm all for the change that this represents. But I'm still like, why does everyone hate Daniel? I told you, girl. Oh, well. He brings strife and chaos. Well, we won't know because I think that's it for him. I think that's it. I think that's it for Daniel. So, hmm, like I said, new mistakes to make. (laughs) Molly and Issa are inside the house. Um, It looks cute. It is. You know, the apartment is pretty big, especially for $750. My God. Okay. Okay? It's pretty big. And uh, Molly notices that you can see the Krispy Kreme sign from the (laughs) (laughs) Talking about that's a problem. That's going to be a problem. (laughs) Now, being that I love donuts as well. (laughs) That would be a problem. That would be a massive the Probably. fact that Rashad texts her when they hot. <laughs> Listen, I already carried her ass in there entirely too many times. Not a Krispy Kreme connect, though. Right? That's real. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she's, her fancy cups broke. Right. She was disappointed. You know her fancy cups are like Dollar General <laughs> But I'm like, how'd y'all pack some shits? They were literally in the box, like, right. thrown. And then Molly tried to blame it on her mind. She was like, but this box was at your house. She's like, oh, well, so I brought you a succulent. <laughs> You're bad, but I did bring you a foam mattress. Right, honey. So you won't be camped out on the floor. So, yeah, she came with gifts. You know, they can't open up the Henny because they don't have no cups, but that's all right. <laughs> Molly says you don't need cups when you a brand new bitch. You a no-mistake-making-ass bitch. And, and Issa's, Issa's like, like, hold on. Hola, hola, hola. <laughs> it's a fresh start, but she's trying not to fuck up. And I like that. You yeah, know? I like that approach. Molly said, can't a bitch have goals? Clearly not. <laughs> and every I like, time- Issa said, every time I claim a new me, I end up in the same old shit. Yes. So this time, I'm just going to try not to fuck up and see where that takes me. (laughs) Like, no other goals. (laughs) Just consistently putting one foot in front of the other. I'm here for it. And I'm not mad at that at all. So Molly says, you know, that's actually not a bad idea. You don't want to be like me. Things are still awkward at work. Right. She has established herself as, like, annoying. (sighs) That job. And well, you saw she was ready to start venting, but then she pulled it back in and was like, let's talk about you, girl. Right. Issa told her, you know, stop being negative. You just go in there and be your black ass self. Right. Your black ass self. And I love the little Wakanda salute that Molly did. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice. Wow, friend. What? That was one of the best parts of the episode. I didn't 
think I, maybe I turned my head. My I don't know. Wakanda shoes on you, right? <laughs> Wait, is that foreshadowing of the We Got Y'all logo Ooh, that you listen? Baby, girl, our tea know. leaves have been on point, Crystal. Okay, I'm just saying. I did not see Molly pulling Zane's sex chronicles out that box, though. I did not see that coming. <laughs> And I'm mad she threw it into the dumpster box. Yeah, she was like, bitch, we're better than this. We're <laughs> off. I mean, I have not read Zane since college. Shout out to so. Zane. <laughs> right. We used to look. <laughs> what you got against cheap black love? <laughs> and then Molly starts sorting through all her old shit. She had CDs. Yeah, she from said you, can't, you cannot bring the old shit into your new life. And I don't care if there is Adele on them CDs. Girl. And Lawrence made them shits. Do like, you even have somewhere to li- do you even have somewhere to listen to CDs? Do you have a CD drive? <laughs> what are you holding on to this for? Ugh. The birthday card thing I can kind of understand because I keep old birthday cards too. I don't. Wow. I keep the money, but I throw the cards out for sure. I don't know if forever 21 earrings last forever. <laughs> According to either they do. <laughs> that part, I was like, why are you lying? <laughs> but, you know, when it comes down to it, she agrees to everything going in the trash box when there is a knock on the door and they have another cute little Adele joke. Right. That and, was so funny. And then this is where, remember last week we were saying Issa as a project right. manager, shit just got real. So Trina's at the door. <laughs> we were warned about Trina last week. We Ooh were told boy. Trina had issues and she is coming to report one of the issues. The squirrels, squirrels are in the wall. Having babies. Bitch, I know you can hear them. <laughs> Girl, do something. But what kills me is that Issa really walked out, right. looks back at Molly like, okay. And Molly like, well, bitch, you know I can't help. And what's she gonna do though? What is Issa about to do to get those squirrels out You got to go listen door? for them squirrels. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do, but you're about to go listen, okay? That's your job. I'm dead picturing Issa trying to break down this wall. <laughs> Who they done hired, my oh, lord. I knew watching her interact with the tenants was going to be funny. This is and so, comedic. Yes, this is going to be great. It's perfect. Later that night, Molly is at home, and she gets in the bed, and here's Flavor Flav's adorable oh, little self. Oh, even though I don't like dogs on the bed, but it's right. so cute. No black people like dogs on the bed. <laughs> That is like a universal rule. We do not allow it. But sometimes... But he was too cute. You just let they begging asses in the bed. He was just looking like, you know you want me in here more than I want to be in here. You know you lonely bitch. Let me be your emotional support <laughs> animal, bitch. You over here looking on the side of the bed, wishing that you saw somebody else's husband laying next to you. Oh, and you were right. You said it. You were like, hopefully, next time we see Molly, she has nothing to do with drone. That situation is over. And from the looks of it, even though we know tables turn very quickly in every episode, from the looks of it, he's not coming around. So hopefully that is the end of... The drama with Dro. I know right. we haven't seen the last of him, but I'm hoping that's the end of the mess. Anyway, at her house, Issa's throwing away, you know, things that she should not be throwing away. Throwing away or, or putting back because she definitely <laughs> well, first went she's, back in the box. She's throwing away her jury summons like, eh, I moved like this. That's not how that works. <laughs> you still have to go. <laughs> Like they won't find the bubble bath when she pulled that back talking about I'm gonna get a tub one day. (laughs) That's right, man. I used to have them same goals. Oh no. Yes. I feel you. But yeah, she's also going in the trash box, taking things back out. You know, you gotta keep that gotta keep that Zane book because Tyler Perry might do something with that. You really (laughs) never know. Anybody throw it away, Adele? Girl, I'm you bad rolling at, in the key. I'm bad, though. I'm bad with that, too. Always trying to, like, do spring cleaning, fall cleaning, winter cleaning. And then by the time I'm like, 
I could use this jacket. Say you don't no, know when you're gonna friend. use it again. <laughs> oh no, friend. Mm-mm. I felt her on that. It's time to get rid of these things. It's but true. what she should not get rid of and what she did find as well was her Ooh, high school rap journal. I'm fire like volcanoes. I'm breathing like, like brown because I'm dark. What you doing after class? You want to get this Trick, don't nobody want your ashy ass, man. He don't want you either. Try to catch me if you can. And I got big dreams. I got big schemes. I'm never mediocre. About to take over the world. Come here before you're like... Oh, I loved this part her rhyme so book, much. And you heard the different voices from her being yes, little. Her little younger self doing all of her, uh, you know, raps and, and trying out her flow. My favorite part was when she did the, and I got big dreams. I got big schemes. I'm never mediocre. About to take over. The yes. Come <laughs> for you like rap. I was like, okay, Big Frida. That's fire. That's fire. And it also made me realize, like, she really needs to be part of this Beats crew. That's why she's so into You know Beats what I mean? Crew. It's like right. they woke that up in her again, pulled out her old she rhyme book. Yep. <laughs> you know, she was a simple girl back then. <laughs> It was a simpler time. Back then. Yeah. Molly is at work. Mm. Man, oh man. Can't seem to get a word in at this meeting. This is a very frustrating meeting for her. Yeah, they need to file an extension in a case. Uh, they, this was a lot of big lawyerly words in this scene. So right. I, don't... I hung in there. <laughs> right. I tried my best. <laughs> Ooh, context clues. Help a dumb bitch out. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I guess it's bad to file a second extension. So Stacey, you know, pipes on in with the suggestion about the interrogatories, which is what Molly was going to say. Right. But then when he does ask her for an update on the Fremont case, she's answering when this negatorian literally cuts her right off and then continues to cut her off and provides a possible solution. I guess something that she was going to say herself. Right. But then the boss gives you know, Tori these accolades instead because he just kind of elbowed his way yep. into her time to talk. And then the other ladies, Felicia and Stacey, kind of looked at each other like, there that nigga go again. <laughs> like, you know, that's that in-office joke. Right. Private it's, joke. <laughs> right. And I, Molly peeped it. <laughs> right. And so after the meeting, when they're getting coffee and stuff, That's she's that like, funny part where you're like, hmm. can I tell them that he's tripping or are we not cool like she that yet? She was feeling it out. They were like, yeah, you know, Tori. Everybody playing it easy. It's very very useful ideas. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And Torian, he's so passionate. Lots of energy. Yeah. He made a lot of good points and, and very confidently. Very confidently, that's, that's it. Don't worry about Torian. They didn't teach modesty at Morehouse. Okay, so it wasn't just me. No. (laughs) You saw them all disarmed immediately, which was cute because I'm like, okay, finally. You're fitting in. She's fitting in. She found a group of women that she can be cool with, and now everything's probably going to be smooth sailing. Right. She was already friendly-ish with Felicia, so. Right, but. I was just glad to see her. A bonding moment. Right. You know, we've moved past the initial awkwardness of you getting here and acting like, you know, the white man's water was cold 
children and all this. So we're in a new space with Molly. Yeah. So there you go, bitch. That's how you do it. I was proud of her in this one moment. So Issa <laughs> is at work researching music education, which I initially thought was going to be like her new angle at We Got Y'all. Going right. to be like, you know, I want to focus on this. But Frida walks up and says, it finally happened. And this part is so funny. Issa's like, you got that cat? <laughs> Like, you can tell it's like Cat Frida has been longing for it because she's like, still on the waiting list. It's very political. Like, what? Frida, what are you doing? I love their dynamic. So cute. Yes, me too. But she has other good news. Joanne is letting Issa back in the field. Yes, because the job fair was so successful. And obviously, Frida talked her up and was like, yo, Issa played a major, major crucial role to it doing well. So, Get her off the field. I mean, get her off the office. But did she really? I think so. I don't. I feel like, because Joanne does not fuck with Issa. It had to be Frida talking her up. Right. Frida definitely talked Issa up. Yeah. However, Issa did not actually do the things Frida said. Oh, no. I didn't say that she did. <laughs> Issa was totally checked out at the job. Oh, she no. Didn't she no was fucks. looking up for right. another she job. She was looking for <laughs> But I think Frida was just trying Frida to look out. Frida stepped up as a, yeah. as, a, as a friend, you know? It was probably time because she knows she hadn't been speaking up right. this whole time and it right. was like you know what things are good things feel good we're mm-hmm. trying to get more black people yes. in the office let's get Issa back on the so show. I'm happy for Issa you know yeah. we got a new apartment we are getting back on track at work things right? are, are looking up for my girl hopeful she and Frida are gonna talk after lunch so she hits worldwide taco <laughs> Which, if you recall, is the spot that they decided to take Nathan to in the party lift before things went very, very wrong. And lo and behold, guess who pops up? Shout out to everybody in the insecurity hashtag for telling us that this is Kendrick Sampson. Right. A lot of people remember him from How to Get Away with Shmurda. <laughs> A show I love so much. Felon Bay. Look at the connections. Before I even knew, I'm telling you, I he feel these things. He does kind of resemble Felon Bay, but it's, <laughs> it's all right. She has her barbecue salmon taco where he walks up with the, hey, party lift. And, she... and Nansford, is that what she called him? Done made her drop her taco on the you street. You are my greatest love. <laughs> The look on her face when that taco hit the ground was so real. She was sad. She was just so sad. She could taste it. That was hard to watch. <laughs> Living it was harder. My fucking tacos on the ground. Nigga. And then he's like, "So is this like the only place you eat?" <laughs> <laughs> he starts teasing her about LA a little bit, which I like. Yes. Know, she wasn't having none banter. of it. But yeah, they got back in line. They cut that lady. <laughs> she had to tell you. You know what? Shout out to that's Dana North. Oh, okay. She, she's a writer, executive producer from Insecure. So nice. I was like, look at the camera. Hey, Shout out to you. I remembered her. Yeah. <laughs> she's dope. So, yeah, he is at Worldwide Taco because one of his clients cancels at the last minute. And then he says, L.A. people so flaky. He's like, no, we not. And then she gets a text from a mom who's like, I'm outside Terminal 6. Where you at? <laughs> she ignored it. What the fuck? Could With you imagine being at the airport? Like, my driver is ignoring me. Um, I probably already know she's not coming. My driver is eating tacos right now. That's her brother. <laughs> That's not his lift. It was her brother. Amad is her brother. I didn't catch that. I thought it was a oh, lift. Oh no! Client. What friend? <laughs> that would have been so much worse. <laughs> That's why I was like, they all ignoring clients today. What no, the fuck? No friend. That would have been 
so much work. <laughs> You're a mess. Oops. Anyway, Nathan places his order. I love that there's a sign on the window that says the wait time is between five minutes and two hours. <laughs> First of all, why would it take two hours to make a taco? I don't know. And there's Maybe no one else online. Right. I've, I'm like, do, do they have just a bunch of online orders that he has Are to the do? cows Are they in the back? Cooking some more food. I don't know. <laughs> but it's going to be an hour for Nathan's tacos to be ready. She tells him it's worth it. So he's like, fuck it. Right. So he has to give his phone number. And I noticed then he's not from New York like I thought. Did you Google the area? Well, you you yeah, know Texas. I have so many. Right. I have so much family in Houston I Googled that, that I shit. Like, we finally know where he's from. <laughs> you are so Texas, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I needed to God. know. I don't know why I thought he was from New York. Well, because New Yorkers and LA people are constantly going back and forth. And that like, banter where he cities. would not shut up yes, about LA. Right. So I was like, this is some New York I shit. I was like, mm, going to LA and then pointing out all the things you don't like about it is very New York. Very, you. very, very New York. <laughs> But no, your man is from Houston. Cute. And now they have an hour to kill. So, you know, she's talking about Crenshaw Mall or Lamar Park. Giving him a tour, an L.A. day, as he put it later. Yeah, he's like, you know, everything is not walkable in y'all city. (laughs) Once again, talking big shit. They were cute. You saw, like, she would look over and do that little smile. You know what? The interactions here, yes. Like, those vibes we picked up on when he first got in her car are right back. They, like instantly click these instantly two. and we realized that he's a barber right yes he was talking about his clients and she was making fun of him for that yeah so they were walking through this area of LA and she's talking about you know the store she loves this bookstore that supports uh, up and coming black writers and she points out the barbershop and says you know you should get a chair and he says, I don't really want to do that. You know, I moved here to get away from the things I was already doing. Amen. So Foreshadowing. Right. So I feel like he's like one of them app niggas where it's an app somewhere and you can just book a barber to like come <laughs> to your house. I feel like you can do that. <laughs> it's probably really big in L.A. Right. So, yeah, um, I really love that he's like establishing that he's here to do different shit and kind of shake things up because Issa's at a point in her life where that is, is exactly, exactly what she needs. I love that they walk past this bitch and Chad's black ass. Oh my god. That no, was so but funny. But the best part, he's like, look at this, this corny, corny motherfucker. Oh shit, I know him. He is a corny motherfucker. But why he got the Bluetooth on though? Who's calling him in the middle of the picture? Like, oh yeah. What's up, man? Yeah, I'm at the Sears Portrait Studio about to take this picture. Nah, I can keep talking. Doop. Hey, yeah, I got a one bedroom, one bath. And you want my picture in a wallet or a by Sears jokes, <laughs> you know, they roasted that nigga. I know the Lawrence Hive was happy to see one of their friends. Again. I know. <laughs> one of the gang. Chad, I, we miss you. I can't help but think that maybe Issa and Nathan will run into Chad and he'll Please. be like, hey, Bluetooth nigga. <laughs> and Chad, let a bitch read. <laughs> <laughs> Nansford is asking if this is where they shot <laughs> training day when Issa gets a text from Frida about their conversation later talking about you know I know we're supposed to meet up after lunch let's do it around three Issa promptly ignores that I was like okay Issa you literally said, finally on, getting back bitch. on track let's not do this bitch <sighs> so when he asks if she has to go she says yeah I gotta go take this nigga named Nansford to the jungles boom I said Game. yes we're not going back to work we're staying 
with this nigga. Yo, Issa, I'm here for it. He's good. Enough. He's cute enough. I get it. I, there's really, I don't think anything wrong with playing hooky every now and then from your responsibilities. Especially and a, a job you hate. I mean, and especially if he's fine, like Mansford. <laughs> anyway, Molly is back at therapy. Praise God. Yes. I didn't know if this was going to be a thing this season, but I was happy to see her back I in the chair. I am so glad to see her back in therapy. And of course, she is venting about how she is great and nobody else will let her prove it. <laughs> and then there's Torian, who's all shining, loud talking me. You know, I should be halfway to gumbo with the partner's wives by now. Can you speak to why not being a star bothers you? Because I know what I'm worth. This is exactly why I left MJNS. The pecking order, the politics, the boys club bullshit. I, I just feel like I'm starting all over again. Molly, have you considered that maybe you'd be less frustrated if you focus on how you can be helpful rather than where you should rank? So what you're saying, calm down? Not quite, but I, I think... just don't want to allow myself to keep getting comfortable in a bad situation. I don't have time for that. After drill, I'm only interested in making moves that take me where I want to go. Who's drill? <laughs> now hold on a second. Her <laughs> therapist said, who's, who's drill? Tr- and Molly had that. Oh, ooh, you, ooh. <laughs> you are not allowed to omit. Nope. Fuckery of that. So lying to your mama. You what? know good and damn well. Oh, Joe, that's the mistake I've been making that I wasn't telling you about because I didn't want nobody to confront me on my own bullshit. But it's your therapist. Like, right. come on, bro. But I mean, if I'm being totally honest, I have not always told my therapist about Crystal. everybody that I'm dealing with. I know. I really should. <laughs> but I mean, like, damn, let me make this mistake. I love how the editing cut out of that scene fast. I felt panicky with her. I saw myself <laughs> and I felt the shame. Hell no, mommy. I was like, damn, I am a Molly ass bitch. <laughs> Got to be very careful not to let some name slip so she won't be like, who? Who? Who is that? What, what happened there? When did that start? I, like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know nobody. What happened? <laughs> so that tells us a lot about Mo- yeah, Molly's uh, right. no better do better. Right. And what is really, theme. yes, how that is really being fueled. Her personal life hmm. is falling apart. So then the work life has to be at 100. Oh, Molly. Issa and Nansford are in the hood. <laughs> and he is talking about how nice it is compared to the hood in Houston, which facts, sorry. Really? Palm trees and shit. And yes. Mexican women selling fruit. <laughs> Issa talking about the papaya is Don't dangerous. sleep on the papaya. It's spicy. Yeah, I had to agree with uh, Nathan. This is much nicer than the hood in other places. I mean, you've seen the one in New York. Oh ain't no God. palm trees or fruit around this way. <laughs> True. That King Kong ain't got shit on me, Lon. Oh, my God. what they throw at him? A can? A can of pineapple chest. <laughs> Shut your ass up. My baby trying to sleep. <laughs> that can came so fast, though. I was it like, did. was she next to him? <laughs> he just told his ass not to do it, but... You know, she he's dared a te- him. He's so- a felon. You know what I mean? He ain't got no fear. Friend, I get friend. it. I'm the telling you, they're setting it up for felon. us. You saw the scar on his he shoulder. He's a refugee. <laughs> Why are you like this, friend? 
Oh, my God. So this prompts a game of truth or dare. Issa decides on truth, and he hits her with, when was your last relationship? Boom, out the gate. Which, like, nigga, damn. First of all, something else. Because he's cute, he got away with wanting to play truth or dare, because I would have been like, That's so corny, right. But really, you really want to do this (laughs) on the street? Like... You really want to play truth or dare. Right. But she actually does talk about her relationship with Lawrence. And he says how hard it must have been to walk away from something that was five years uh, strong. And that's when she decides to be totally honest. And tells him she cheated. Yeah. And I was surprised that she chose to be that vulnerable with a nigga. You saw his face? He was like, um... Thank you for being honest. Yeah, you know, we all got something in our past or whatever things that we have to learn and grow from, which right. I thought was a very appropriate response to him. You know, considering that he asked this incredibly invasive question immediately. In the first place, right? right. But it did kind of blow me that he's like, well, you know, thank you for being honest. And then she proceeds to lie to Frida in front of him literally two seconds later. Hey, friend. I'm like, this is a lot, right? Like, too soon. (laughs) I'm a cheater and I lie. (laughs) Well, I mean, I feel like it was fine to lie to Frida about being sick and I I would not have left my date either. I I was just proud of her for actually canceling because I just thought she wasn't going to show up. True. I didn't think she was going to even answer. (laughs) But she hung up on Frida because Frida was like, oh, and then it was like, click. (laughs) Well, it was a lie anyway. You remember she forgot it when she went back to the office. But <laughs> uh, Yeah, she points out that her high school best friend used to live around the way. And he calls her a thug. But really, she grew up in the hills. And right. since Nansford wants to see the hills, she decides to cancel with Frida and continue on her date. Wow. I love it. I'm wow. loving the decisions we're making, Issa. I'm having a great time. Meanwhile, this bitch grew up in Huxtable Land. Uh, I was shocked. <laughs> I said, okay. Nice ass house. Yes. And then at this point, I must point out, shout out to Raven Lene, whose closer track kicks in, which is oh, kind of foreshadowing of them okay. getting closer because they're, you know, sharing intimate details of their childhood and their feelings and their relationships. So I'm yeah. like, okay. Oh, friend I see you I'm here for it I like how the songs always tie in I see you yes she's trying to downplay how rich her family is My which is God. what rich people always do they have a about. pool like a pool talking about they scraped and saved to live here okay my people scraped and saved and could not afford nothing like that's this. a different <laughs> right. scraped and saved than my scraped scrape and saved from a different barrel than we are girl. <laughs> <laughs> talking about how they got divorced when she was 16 and she was like can't y'all stay together for the kids for the pool to swim <laughs> <laughs> That's when Nansford dared her to break in. This game. I was like, this is foolish. Are you kidding me? Like, certainly gentrification has come to this neighborhood. White people gotta and own the, this house. In this day and age, you don't want to be breaking into no white person's house. Like, I thought y'all are gonna get shot. I, Why would I you was do actually this? like, please don't take a dark turn and secure <laughs> Right. But of course, white people don't have their gate locked. Oh, so my she doesn't God. have to jump it. They just open it. <laughs> Right into the backyard. Wow. She dares him to jump in the pool. Uh-uh, don't try to change the subject. Okay, you up. Truth or dare? Dare. I dare you to jump in the pool. Okay. Naked. Whoa. No, whoa. You got me out here being all felonious and
I was like, I got you. You won't be fucking up right now. I'm going to see every second of this man taking his clothes off. She did not even blink. Like, she didn't even pretend to hide her eyes from modesty or anything like that. She's staring like, yeah, nigga, you know what's up. And then he told her, it's your turn. Get naked and come in the pool. She was like, avert your eyes. He was like, you didn't avert nothing. You didn't avert shit. He asked her if she was, like, resistant because she didn't want to get her hair wet. And she was like, no, it's moisturized. (laughs) (laughs) And then, okay, can we crack on how she jumped into the pool? Oh, I didn't even really notice it. She did, like, like, a little bunny hop. (laughs) I thought that's because she was, like, also trying to cover up her titties and her genitals. And it's like, why are you doing that? But that's what I'm saying. It was just so (laughs) not sexy. She had a, you know, it was a moment to just kind of, crawl into yeah. the pool she was like bunny hopped right right it. and she does not look super comfortable no, in the water she looks like she's doggy paddling this is how Issa would get into his naked pool with a naked man well you know they moved out very shortly after they got the pool so she didn't get all the practice <laughs> as she deserved but she pointed out the rock that she used to use as a stage and tells him how she coordinated all the family talent shows and he wants to know where her talents were uh, well, clearly it wasn't swimming. No. <laughs> but yeah, you know, she tells him she's opening up even more again. Yeah, so soon. About being a rapper and having a rap journal back then and still keeping one now. And he's smiling at her all goofy and hard eye emoji-ish. <laughs> she's telling him about rapping in the mirror. So then, of course, he makes it about him like niggas love to do. Be like, um, well, am I going to get a rap? <laughs> You gonna write something about me, right? I mean, you know she is. <laughs> you know she is, Wait but she, she tries to fight like she ain't. <laughs> Wait till she gets back bitch, to Mary, you know bitch. you are. She was like, oh, I don't know you like that. And who would want to hear about, you know, two naked motherfuckers in a pool or whatever? Like, girl. And I was like, pause. Things. I don't know you like that, but we naked. <laughs> right. <laughs> in front of each other Like, right I feel now. like we don't, I don't know you like that goes out of the window when y'all are undressed. <laughs> uh, but he does his own little two motherfuckers in the pool. Yeah. Breaking all the rules freestyle bars okay <laughs> and at this point I'm like y'all are in love they're perfect right they have they're the same level of goof they have this the banter they can kind of go back and forth with the fact they're just super open yeah. and obviously they're in the same phase of life which right. is really nice so yeah she notices the scar on his shoulder and asks him about it and he's kind of like closed off like oh girl he's like, I've, oh, been, I've been, had been had that, had that. yeah and she's like nigga I'm over here showing all my feelings and shit and you just gonna act like that <laughs> so she asked about his last relationship He's never really had one. He says all the women in Houston just want to stay in Houston, which don't blame him. I love Houston. So <laughs> dead. I can understand that. But he came to L.A. after Hurricane Harvey and left all his shit, left everything behind. And Issa doesn't think she could ever just totally start over like that. And he tells her sometimes as crazy as it sounds to everyone else, yep. as crazy as it might seem to you, you just got to just let everything go. Yeah. And as somebody who moved from Oklahoma to New York City, I really understand what he's saying I've never done that <laughs> but I can only imagine yeah people That's say all the hard. time I could not leave you know my country bumpkin life and I'm like excuse 
just made. And you left right. your whole family, like everything Most, you yeah, know. That's all of my out. family are, you know, everybody's still down south wondering why I'm wasting <laughs> all these dollars living up north and all this. But listen, sometimes you just have to shake shit up because you're not happy where you are. Right. So very, very relatable as far as I'm concerned. Issa, of course, relates with the situation at her job. She really wants to start doing more with music. And he encourages her, encourages her to make that shit happen. I'm like, this is what we were missing from Daniel. I lit you when I say you just took the words <laughs> out of my mouth. This it was like Daniel, a parallel. Where the fuck have you been, Daniel? You could have been doing this. It felt like a a, a breath of fresh air. I'm like, yes. this is the energy we want Issa to align with. So yes. at this point, I did not miss Daniel anymore. Yes, no, me either. That is just old ass news. You just felt it. She's stepping into a new chapter. Yes. At this point, uh, Tad Q homeowner says, honey, call the cops. <laughs> and I cried. But did you see Issa bust her ass? <laughs> she <laughs> grabbing the clothes and she busted her ass. I have to know if that was real. I low-key feel like she legit busted Maybe she her and they were like, we're keeping it, girl. We're keeping it. <laughs> we're sorry, Issa, but we're keeping it. So they fled to the car and Issa was like, I should have known white people live there now. Girl, <laughs> yes, you should have. They lucky they made it to the car. Yes, and then Nansford is like, what are we doing next? Jeez. This is the perfect date, okay? I love it. Me too. I love it. I'm so happy for my girl. <laughs> Dan, look, y'all even got crystal mushy. I'm here for okay, this. Okay, well, nobody said mush. <laughs> See, here you go, exaggerating trying, and lying. I'm trying to get you in there. <clears throat> Molly is at work about to take another L. I, okay, I'm very confused at this part. Okay. Please help me understand why she offered her services to the women. Mm-hmm. Now, when they tell her, hey, let's meet up tonight so we can. I, right. I'm not even going to try the legal jargon, but whatever woompty woomp we had to do. <laughs> right. Whatever the fuck that <laughs> whatever was. Whatever that was. Right. And suddenly Molly's like, yeah, like that's actually not going to work for me. And then Torian mm-hmm. steps out the office. Well, I think it was like pretty clear that she had set something up with Torian right. as well. Yeah. And so the ladies kind of looked at it like, well, bitch, wasn't you just all in off? Like we were just bonding over how annoying this nigga is. And now here you go. Like, and she's turning them down to be after the she office offered right. the office thought. Right. <laughs> so why would she do that? I'm so confused. I think she was a little bit. I think she was trying to be helpful, but also has not abandoned that extremely ambitious side of herself. Mm. So she was like, yeah, I'm going to be helpful, but I'm going to be helpful to everybody just to make sure that everybody in this motherfucker knows that I'm next on top. Like, I think that's where she was coming from. So she that. took her I need to be special thing way too far. And the look on Felicia and Stacy's faces, I said, girl, why would you fuck up with the black girls at I work? I know. Oh, no. I said, damn, bitch, two steps forward, eight yeah. steps back. <laughs> God damn it. She really, because you know ain't no bouncing back from that. Okay. You, you can go, just feel it. Gone to your little meeting with Torian, bitch. <laughs> gone to your little meeting. And her little um, body con dress okay, at work. Okay, her little thought dress at work. <laughs> I don't know, I Molly. Said, oh, Molly, this was a bad idea. How funny that we started off this season with Molly just like on, on 100 yeah. and Issa on a zero right. and, you know, and as low as her credit. And now... <laughs> All of a sudden, 
You know, things are looking up for Issa and Molly just can't seem to get right in the workplace. What a difference a week makes. Oh, girl. At this point, uh, Nansford and Issa's tacos are done. So they <laughs> yes. go to pick them up. Uh, how many hours has it been? It's right. cold ass tacos. So, you know, Issa's got a microwave at her place and it's not far. Right. You know, she got a place to invite niggas back to. You know? <laughs> they eating tacos on boxes when she gets a Which check. Which is cute. Oh, friend. I, I knew it. you was going to romanticize that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see her touching his knee every time she giggled. I did. I noticed in this scene that the flirting got a lot more physical. I mean, she didn't have no light bulbs, so, you know, they had to sit close. Right. So she got that text from Tiffany about the music festival that they're going to. Mm -hmm. And Issa's like, duh, nigga, I'm going. SZA, Cardi, Migos, Beyonce. (laughs) Be serious. He's like, all right. Right. You know, Issa's like, you need to understand that I'm always right. (laughs) Mm -mm. Just flirting. Cute. Just bullshit. And so, of course, he leans around. Right in for a kiss. Oh, and they were giving each other that look literally the whole time they were together. So I was like, going for the kill, Nance first. Yes. However, <laughs> right at that moment, there is a knock on the door. And I said, oh, right. This bitch is the super. The fucking squirrels, man. Oh, there is a little boy at the door <laughs> who is possibly the funniest child ever put on earth. <laughs> This nigga hit her with her. My mama told me to tell you we locked out. My mama said you changed a lot. <laughs> and I think Trina mom. is his mama. You right. You know it was. I thought it was Trina, did right? Did you hear from the window? Yes. I yes, know you, you did it. Right. <laughs> so he's like, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what y'all doing? Eating tacos and kissing on the mouth? <laughs> yes, nigga. That's exactly what we doing. If you would go home. But tell me how Issa slammed the door in his face. Well, she was just like, hold on. Like, I don't. I can't she do this closed with the you. door in that child's face. Right. She didn't even say, go back to your mama. Well, <laughs> if your mama sent you over here by yourself, you must be all right on that porch. <laughs> she shut the door so Nansford could get his things. They had what I thought was like a really adorable first oh, date. Oh, so cute. It was so cute. I'm low key jealous. Because it was unexpected. Yeah. It wasn't planned. Mm-hmm. And they both just went with the flow. Yes, so he thanks her so much for the day and they kiss goodbye and that mm. little nigga's still at the door. Sure is. <laughs> My mama said to wait. <laughs> My mama said to wait till you done, you coming with me. <laughs> Him, clearly the kids are the star of this season. Okay. Shout out to Jada. Every episode. <laughs> Bring my nigga Jada back. Oh, no. Oh, no. No more more Jada. Oh, man. We found the downside to Daniel being gone. Issa. Man. (laughs) That's all right, though. If we get to to have fun with Trina's son. (laughs) Which I'm considering they are neighbors. Right. We're probably going to see a lot of this kid. (laughs) My mama said. (laughs) Oh, that used to be me. I hit y'all with her. My mama said, quick. Don't try me, ho. Oh, shit. Oh, yes. So, actually, like, Molly, when she was at work earlier, she mm-hmm. in, she went in on the ladies' meeting and, like, set up the whole, hey, you know, if I can be of any help on this case, right. let me know. That's when she offered. Right. So, I jumped ahead. Right. We, we got carried away with talking about how Molly she has just mad at Molly, so man. But, yes, that's when she comes back and they have the whole, hey, we want to meet with you tonight. And then she is actually with Tori <sighs> So, way to go, girl. Way to fuck up the unspoken rules of the culture. But I'm sure we will see the fallout from this very soon. 
Meanwhile, Issa's at home. She looks at the pile of things that she took from the tra- that she took out of the trash box and throws it out. You know what? Because we have new dick opportunities now, and new she sees it. Energy, yes, I love it. It's a little bit sad that she had to meet a new nigga in order to feel motivated to move forward. You know, you gotta fake self. it till you make it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, friend. That's a nice way of looking I am at it. Trying to be on Issa's side. Okay, I'm. Okay. Ha- you know what? I'm happy. I'm happy because. This is what I'm at now in life. Oh, so Lord. I'm like, here we go. Yes, me too. Not you so know much, what I mean? Not so much with like the new like work attitude, but with like the new approach to niggas and dating. Just yes. throwing all the old I'm here shit for out. That. Here for it. Yes. So she's back at work. Frida comes up to her and says, you know, I think you'd be a good fit at this middle school. And Issa looks around and she realizes she's she like, yuck, bro. Can't do it anymore. I actually don't want to do any of this. She says, I can't do this. And Frida's like, girl, what? <laughs> she's like, I need something new. I'm quitting. On the spot, though. She needed, yeah. She walked out. So, friend, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. <laughs> this is what I think was the most controversial point of the entire episode. Mm. Because as creatives who have lots of creative friends, we've all been in that spot of working and trying to juggle our passions Um, lots of us are still in that place where we have to work, you know, part time or full time or more every week and then try to find the energy to do what we really love to. And I just don't, (laughs) I just don't understand in this economy when you just got this new job, like, and you are still going to have to come up with $750 plus utilities and other bills every month. Oh, shit. I totally forgot. Why you would walk out on your, like, totally dependable check without setting something else up first. Like, she's on a high from the date, girl. I'm right. See? And that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Nathan, I think Nathan, the way he just picked up and left and mm-hmm. everything he was saying just got us super hyped. Yeah. Adrenaline pumping. Soon as Frida brought back that old shit about a middle school, she was like, fuck this. Like, I don't want none of this. Right. But see, like, I also picked up and left because I was unhappy where I was and I wanted a fresh start. But I, <laughs> And it was a chance you took. And it was a huge chance, you know, coming up to New York and being like, I just have friends here. And right. I feel like Beyonce called me to this city, so this is where I'll be. <laughs> but I also saved, you know, two or three months worth of bills and, and things like that before I know left. Issa didn't you do know, that. No. Issa's still shopping at Radio Shack and <laughs> Rite Aid. She not. I know you ain't got no savings cushion to fall back <sighs> on. You just moved out. So I just thought that quitting her job at this point was like irresponsible I would say I I know you feel it deep in your soul but at least give it a couple weeks to hit a beat king see if they still hiring right something girl like she just just couldn't and you know what's funny when Issa when Frida brought up the middle school even I felt it like I was like ugh girl get out but I didn't think she was literally going right. to walk out. And also, do you think that was fucked up to, of her to do to Frida? Like, Frida just stuck her Frida neck out for you. Frida just stuck her neck yeah. out for you. Lied, like we just said, because you ain't do shit at right. the job fair. Joan already joined, already wasn't feeling you. Yep. Now look what you, you quit on the spot. Girl. Making I just, her look mm. crazy. Even though they do have Antoinette, remember? 
Right. I think they are going to move forward with hiring Antoinette. I didn't see her in the office yet. Right. They'll probably be better But that can't be the end of things with her and Frida. I think. I just really don't think so. I think it is, bruh. No, I think. I think we are. You see how she threw that box away of CDs and Adele and all that shit? I think Frida's in that box. Daniel's in that box. Well, she walked out listening to Janelle Monae. Yes. (laughs) I like that. I love that song. I love that album, but I especially love that song. And so Issa's stepping now free as a bird and even the track leading like while she was quitting was Mahalia called oh, Sober right yes Sober she is sobered up and right now this, she's just right. ready to just drop everything I really do understand feeling like I cannot continue to do this I don't understand not making sure you have a backup plan in place or something because rent is probably like rent is gonna be due week. in three weeks mm-hmm. you gonna be back and we got y'all in two weeks talking about Frida, take me back. Frida, Frida, I need a check now. Frida, didn't we have a meeting? Oh, Lord. I hope she doesn't get so caught up in Nathan that she stops lifting and all this other stuff. But she is going to... First thing we need to see her do next episode is hit up Beat Kings for a job. She really does. And she I feel like, I mean, hopefully, you know, let me, let's be optimistic for a second. Right, sound right. like the girl in the back of the lift. Let's be optimistic. Right. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Predictions. Predictions. I'm actually going to, I, I'm going to give it to Issa and say that she's going to apply to, is it Beat Crew? Beat crew. Oh, I, I said Beat Kings, but beat I think King. it is Beat Crew. She's going to apply to Beat Crew. My bad, my bad. I think she's going to get it. Okay. Like she's going to be super I high. Ho- I certainly hope so. Yeah, off of working a job that feels good and is way more in alignment with how she feels and what she wants to be doing with her day. Right. She got her crib, so she's good. True. Nathan and her are going to be high off life, even though I'm... S- Still curious what his deal is because he still hasn't. He's, oh my god! He's so mysterious. What was that scar on his yeah, shoulder? What was that scar? Come I don't on know. now. I don't know. And the way he kind of was like, you know, oh, I've been there. Like all of a sudden, he don't want to open up, and they've been open this whole true, time. True, true, true. Telling you. All right, there probably is something about Nathan uh, Nansford, but <laughs> I'm hoping that we don't even hang our hat on him. I'm hoping Issa meet is- another noon day, <laughs> and we got another dick. And I <laughs> but remember the leader from Beat Crew. Oh. I think they, there was like a little sparky spark there. So who knows? He might be added to the roster. everywhere. I do. <laughs> Life is beautiful, man. Oh, girl. Black. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think things are going to get even worse for Molly at work before oh, they get man. better. Shit. Because what a turn of events. Oh, Sis, oh, girl, <laughs> your assistant thinks you bougie. Felicia and Stacy think you uh, probably a backstabber or a hypocrite or something. She better not sleep with Torian. Oh, no. What no, if Molly's they, not like that. You don't think? No. But what if his, like, arrogance turns no. her on? You know that dynamic I'm oh, talking about friend. where they hate each other no. and then randomly no. f- they're gonna fuck one night while working on whatever thing is that she oh, called man. it. Watch. Oh, God. Mark my words. They're gonna smash right there in the office on some I hate you, but this I is good. I truly hope not. Molly, that would be making a bad situation even worse. Do not do it, girl. I know you see <laughs> I it. Know you see it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fran is a bird. Never forget. 
Make sure you hit up the insecurity hashtag with your predictions for what's happening next week. Let us know. Yes, subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you so much for putting us back at the top of the charts. We appreciate y'all so much. Brim, 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 brim. France, where she's going to get a soundboard. It's the worst <laughs> decision. It can't happen. <laughs> so until next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. We love you guys. Bye. Insecurity is a loudspeaker studio production. Our Our producer is Matt Raz. Our editor is Ty Worley. Join in the conversation on social media using the hashtag insecurity. And don't forget to follow at LSN Podcasts.